Shalom to all. Today's office is Dharm Daf Lamites. We are starting Lamit Chesam is the second to last line with a brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miram Sar, Basar Yaakov, Maisha, her Nishama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantif, Ben Rabbi Asher Anshul, his Nishama should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Hamudah Hanami Chaveroi, when there's a nether one person onto another, Vinichas Lavakari, and he goes in to visit him, one of the people is sick, and the other guy goes to visit him. I mean, so the visitor is allowed to stand, but he's not allowed to sit. When we're happy, Rufuas Nefesh, Avalay Rufuas Mamain, he's allowed to provide him with a spiritual Rufuah, but not with a financial and the Gemara is going to discuss what that is. So the Gemara Lamed Tesamon Alpha on top asks, "B'may askinun? What are we talking about over here in our Mishnah? If you want to say that the visitors nechasim are usher onto the chayla, Ruven's nechasim are usher onto Shimon. Ruven's visiting Shimon. Shimon is sick, so Ruven's nechasim are usher to Shimon. Well, if that's so, I feel Yashiv Nami, so he should even be allowed to sit. What's wrong with Ruven enjoying Shimon's nechasim? It's Shimon that's not allowed to get benefit from Ruven, not the other way around. So why should Ruven not be allowed to sit? And even Shenech Sechayla Asun Al Mavaker. If you want to say the sick person's nechasim are usher onto the visitor. Meaning Ruvain's not allowed to derive benefit from Shimon, so I feel he shouldn't even be allowed to stand. He shouldn't even be allowed to walk into his house. Because once he's in his house, he's covered by his roof, he's protected from the elements, so he's getting benefit from Shimon. So why should he even be allowed to stand by Shimon? He shouldn't even be allowed to go into his house. Summer Shmuel Shmuel answers, Really, we're talking about where Ruvain's Nachasim or Asran to Shimon. We're talking about a place where Ruvain can charge for sitting by Shimon, but not for standing. So if Ruvain goes to visit Shimon, and he sits there, so he can charge for that, and if he doesn't charge for that, that means that Shimon is deriving benefit from Ruvain, and that's Usser. However, since he can't charge for standing, he's allowed to go visit him as long as he remains standing, and Shimon's not deriving benefit from Ruvain in that case. The Gemara asks my Pasca, how is the Mishnah able to give a generalization that when one person has his Isra no on the other, he's allowed to visit him standing but not sitting? Maybe it's talking about a place where they charge for standing as well. So Gemara says, no, what the Mishnah is teaching us is if it's a place where they charge for Sitting, so then he could and should take schar for sitting. Al Hamida, but if it's a place where they charge for standing as well, he's not allowed to take payment for that. You're not allowed to charge a sick person if you go visit him and you only stand and you don't sit. That's what the Mishnah is teaching us. Alternatively, we have a different answer. Like said, there's a maybe he's going to remain standing. This is referring to Shemitah. It's where Shimon's not allowed to go into Ruvain's field. He's not allowed to have benefit from his field, but it's Shemitah. So he's allowed to go in and take fruit because everything's considered Hefker. However, there's a that even though Midai Raisa, he's allowed to take fruit from him, Midai Rabbanon were afraid that if he goes in and stays for too long, more than the amount of time it takes just to take some fruit, so then that would be usher. so it's usher for him to even go into the field and take fruit in the first place. That's what Shema Yishabamida, maybe he's just going to stand there for too long, and then he's going to be over his nether, Hachanami, so to appear in the case of visiting a sick person, Gzeir Shema Yishabi Yeshiva, we have Gzeir, maybe he's going to sit for too long as well. According to Shimon Al-Yakim, technically he's allowed to even sit while visiting the sick person. That's because you can't charge for the mitzvah of Bikr Chaylim. So maybe for a moment or two, he's allowed to sit, but we're afraid he's going to sit for longer than that, and then he's going to be over his nether. Ula Amar, he gives a different answer. Really, we're talking about where Shimon's nechasim were usher to Ruvain. But we're talking about where the nether did not include chios, it didn't include something which is going to give him life. Visiting him is going to give him life, it's going to help him out, it's something he needs for his very basic functioning, so that's not included in the nether, and that's why Ruvain's allowed to visit Shimon. Ask the Gemara, if that's really so, I feel Yashiv Nami, so then Ruvain should be allowed to sit as well, because visiting the sick is not part of the nether, so why not let Ruvain sit? So the Gemara answers, that's because he could stand. Visiting him might not be usher, but he doesn't have to sit. He could stand. But now, basically, the Gemara asks a question on Shmuel. The Brysa says, if he gets sick, he's allowed to visit him. If this fellow's son got sick, Shimon's son got sick, he's only allowed to ask about him in the marketplace, meaning Ruvain is not allowed to visit Shimon's son. He just has to inquire about him, ask everyone in the Shuk, ask everyone in Shul, hey, how's Shimon's son doing? But no going to visit. So Bishlam al-Ula, we understand according to Ula, the armor that he said, 
we're talking about a scenario where Reuven is not allowed to derive benefit from Shimon, but it's referring to a case where the nether never included chios, it never included things related to chios. So Shapir, we understand why Reuven is allowed to visit Shimon, because that was never included in the nether, but he's not allowed to visit his son, because his son is not included in chios. But according to Shmuel, we're talking about where Reuven's nechassim were around to Shimon, so why is there a difference him and his son? If Reuven's allowed to visit Shimon, so he should be allowed to visit Shimon's son as well. So I'm will answer you. Our Mishnah is talking about Reuven's nechassim were around to Shimon. But this Bryce they just quoted that differentiated between him and his son. It's talking about the opposite. It's talking about where Shimon's nechassim were around to Reuven. Now my Pasca, so what's the differentiation between the two of them? Why do we say that our Mishnah is talking about Reuven's nechassim were around to Shimon and the Bryce is talking about Shimon's nechassim were around to Reuven? So Amarava he answers Shmuel on top, and Kishisei, Shmuel had a problem with our Mishnah, because my area the Tani I made, Avala Yashev. Why would our Mishnah say that Reuben's allowed to visit Shimon, and he's only allowed to stand, but not sit? Shema Minah must be the Nechzei Mavakar, Surah Al-Khayla, it's talking about a case where Reuben's Nechazim were Asra unto Shimon. Whereas by the fact that the Barayasa didn't differentiate between standing and sitting, and only differentiated between visiting Shimon and visiting Shimon's son, must be they were talking about that Shimon's Nechazim were Asra unto Reuben, and just the nether never included Chios. So Reuven's allowed to visit Shimon, but not his son. And now we're going to talk about the mitzvah of Bikr Chalim. Amr Yishlakesh, Remez Bikr Chalim and Atar Minayin. Where do we have a Remez to the mitzvah of Bikr Chalim in the Torah? Shanam because the Pasuk says, Im Kamais Kal Ha'adam Yimusun Eila, if, like all people, these die, of Kudis Kal Adam Vigaymer. Now, this Pasuk is referring to the Machlekes of Kairach with Moshe Rabbeinu in order to prove that he was appointed by Hashem and that he was his Shliach for everything. Moshe Rabbeinu told Am Yisrael the following If these men, meaning the people of Kairach's camp, die like all others, then you're going to know that I've been acting on my own. But if Hashem makes a creation and the ground opens its mouth, dot, 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 we all know the rest of the story. So that's the Raya for Bikr Chaylam and Atayra. Ask the Gemara, my mashma, how do we learn Bikr Chaylam from this Pasuk? So Amrava, he explains, what was Moshe Rabbeinu saying? Im kamais kol eila. If these people die like all others, Shein Chaylam, they get sick, Umutan Bari and they have to lie in bed, and people come and visit them, so then you're going to know that I'm acting on my own, says Moshe Rabbeinu. Now it's just important to note, where is it that Rava gets this idea of visiting them? So that's because the Pasuk says, Ufkudas kal Adam. Now the way to literally translate Ufkudas kal Adam would be, and the destiny of all men comes upon these people, which means that they follow the regular path of people, and there's no crazy nace that happens. However, the way we're understanding it now is Ufkudas kal Adam, and the visitation of all men visits them, which means that they're going to get sick, and people are going to come visit them. So we have this remnant as this hint to bigger Chalim and Atayra. Now we just continue explaining what Maish Rabbeinu was saying. Mahabriyas Aymrim, what would people say if they die like regular and people come to visit them? What would people say if a nace doesn't happen? Loi Hashem Shulchani Lozeh, then Hashem didn't send me, I'm not Hashem's Shliach and I'm just acting on my own. Now Darsh Rava, Rava Darsh in this Pasuk, Im Bria Yivra Hashem, when Maish Rabbeinu said, if Hashem is going to create a creation, so then the ground should open up its mouth. What was Maish Rabbeinu saying? Im Bria Gehenim, if Hashem already created Gehenim, Motiftia. So that's great, because there's already Gehenim ready for Kairach. Imlav, but if not, give her Hashem, so Hashem should create Gehenim right now. Ask the Gemara, is that so? How could we say that Gehenim wasn't created yet? There were seven things that were created before the world was created. Eluhain, these are them. Tyra, Utshuba, Gan Eden, the Gehenim, Kisya Kavad, Ubesa Mekdash, Ushma Shal Mashiach. Tyra, how do we know Tyra was created before the world was? The Chsivit says in the Pasuk, Hashem Kanani Rashis Darkai, Hashem made me, referring to the Tyra at the beginning of his way. Chuva, what about Chuva? The Chsivit says in the Pasuk, Beterim Harim Yuladu, before the mountains were born, Batchail Vagaimer, Eretz Vitevil is the continuation of the Pasuk, you had yet fashioned the earth. And the Pasuk says, Tashiv Enishadaka, Vagaimer, the continuation of the Pasuk is important, Batimer Shuvu Bene Adam, so Pasuk's talking about Chuva, and as we said, this is before the mountains 
mountains were created before Briyas Ha'olam. Gan Eden. How do we know Gan Eden was there before the world was created? The Pesach says, Vayit Hashem Elokim Gan Be'eden Mikadem V'goymer. Hashem placed a Gan in Eden Mikadem. The word Mikadem is understood right now as before. He placed it there before the world was created. Gehenim. How do we know Gehenim was created? The Chesiv says the Pesach, Ki Aruch Mi Esmol Tafta. Tafta, which is a name for Gehenim, has already been set already from yesterday, meaning before the world was created. Kisei Kavad. How do we know Hashem's throne was created then? The Chesiv says in the Pesach, Nachan Kisacha Me'az. Your Kisei has been established Me'az, meaning from then before the world was created. Based on Mekdash, how do we know the Beis Hamikdash was created before the world? The Chesiv says in the Pasuk, "Kisei kavod marim meirishain," and the continuation of the Pasuk is important. Makai mikdashenu. So the words marim meirishain means exalted from rishain from before, and the Pasuk is referring to makai mikdashenu, which is the Beis Hamikdash. And Shmuel shall Mashiach the name of Mashiach. The Chesiv says in the Pasuk, "Yehi Shmuel Olam v'Gaimer." The continuation of the Pasuk is important. Lifnei Hashemesh yinain shemai. So we see lifnei Hashemesh before the sun yinain shemai. This lashon of shemai, his name referring to Mashiach. So bottom line is we see from this brayse that Gehenna was created before the world. How can Moshe Rabbeinu say, if Gehenna wasn't created yet, so you should create it? So the Gemara says, you're right, El Hachikamar, this is what he was saying. If it has a mouth that was created, mutav, then good. If not, then Yivar Hashem, Hashem should create a mouth for Gehenna. As the Gemara of Aksib, it says in the Pasuk, there's nothing new under the sun. The mouth of Gehenna was already created. So the Gemara says, you're right, Hachikamar, this is what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying. If the mouth of Gehenna is not close to here, I don't know where the mouth of Gehenna is. Maybe it's somewhere in the desert, maybe it's somewhere else. If it's not close to where we are right now, so he should bring it close to over here so the Karach should get swallowed up into it. And more about what happened by Karach, Darsh, Rava, Rava, Darshind, Va'amri, La, Amr, Vietzok, Samsi, Azra, Vietzok, the Darshind. Maidach said, What's trying the Pasuk? Shemesh, Erech, Ahmad, Zvula. That the sun and the moon stood still, Zvula. Shemesh, Erech, Bezvul, Mai, Bayan. What were the sun and the moon doing in Zvul? Zvul is the fourth of the heavens. We know that the sun and the moon were established, they were set in the Rakia, which is the second of the heavens. So what were they doing in the fourth heaven? Mlamath teaches us, Sha'alu, Shemesh, Erech, Merkila, Zvul. The Shemesh and the Yurech, they went from Rakia to Zvul. Va'amru Lufanov, and they told Hashem, Rebunish Lailam, Imata Isa Din Ben Amram, if you're going to do a proper judgment for Ben Amram, which is Meshabenu, Anumairim, then we're going to provide light to the world. Vimlav, but if not in Anumairim, we're not going to provide light to the world. You have to back Meshabenu up. Now, Ba'isa Shah, at that time, Yarabahen Chitim Chanisois, Hashem figuratively shot arrows and spears at them. Amlahem, he told the sun and the moon, Bechal Yom Vayom, Mishtachvim Lachem, every single day they bow down to you, meaning the Avdevay Dazara bow down to you, Va'atem Meirim, and you still shine light on them. For my covered, for my honor, you're not going to make a macha, you're not going to protest, you're only protesting for Basar Vadam, for Moshe Rabbeinu. And because of this, the sun and the moon agreed to Hashem and decided that they're not shining light on the world at all because they're just going to be shining for Avdev Zara. So, therefore, every single day, arrows and spears have to be shot at them, and only then they provide their light. Because the Pasuk says, they want to provide light because of your arrows. And more about Bikr Chaylam, Tanya Ever Brahisa, Bikr Chaylam in Lashir. There's no shear for Bikr Chaylam. Ask the Gemara, my ain't Lashir. What does that mean it doesn't have a shear? So, Savra Yosef of Mamer of Yosef wanted to say, Angel Matan Schara, that there's no shear for the man is Schar that you could get for Bikr Chaylam. So, Amr Abai Abai told him, Chal Mitzvah's Mie Shir Matan Scharon, is there any shear set for the Schar of any mitzvah? But then we have Mishnah, have a Zerba Mitzvah Kalaki Bechamura. Be very careful with the Mitzvah Kala, with a lighter, easier Mitzvah, if you will, like a stricter, heavier one. Because you don't know the Schar of a Mitzvah. It could be the Mitzvah that you think is a very small Mitzvah, really has a great amount of Schar. So there's no shear to the schar of any mitzvah. So Elam Rabbi, he answers, what does that mean that there's no shear to Bikr Chaylim? Afilu gadol etzel katan, that means that even someone of greater stature has to go visit someone who's of lesser stature. Rav Amar, he explains, afilu mea pa'am bayayim, that means you would have to visit the sick person even a hundred times a day, and there's never a time a person could say, okay, I was yotzim achiv, I don't have to do Bikr Chaylim anymore. As long as it's not going to be a bother to the sick person, go visit him again and again. Now Rav Achim Archanino, he says, anyone that visits a sick person, 
he takes one sixtieth of his pain away. One gear says he takes one sixtieth of his sickness away. So Amri Lehi said to Ravacha Barachanino, Imkain, if that's really so, Lealon Shitan, why don't they have sixty people go and visit him, Vulukmua, and then he'll get up, he'll get better. Because if each person takes away a sixtieth of his sickness, so sixty people are going to completely take it away. So Amri Lehi responded, Kisurasi de Bey Rabbi, it's like the tenth of Rabbi's base Majesh, who Ben Giloi, and it's also only a person who's a Ben Giloi, meaning someone who's born under the same constellation as the sick person has the ability to take away this amount of the sickness from him. Now, what exactly is this tenth of Rebbe's base madrash? The time you have a bride saw. Rebbe Yom Rebbe says, Basani Zainis Menechse Achin, a daughter who's getting fed from the Nechasim of the brothers, their father died, and part of the estate is being used to feed the daughters. Now, tell us Easter Nechasim. She takes a tenth of the property, which means when she gets married, she gets a tenth of the property for her dowry. So, I'm like the Rebbe, they told Rebbe, Lidvarecha, according to you, someone who has ten daughters and one son, that son is not going to get anything in the Yerusha because of the daughters. Every daughter is going to get married. She's going to take 10% of the Nechasim, and the son's not going to be left with anything. So Amalheni told them, Rishayna, the first one that tells the Easter Nechasim, she takes a tenth of the Nechasim. So if there's a hundred, she takes ten, and now there's ninety left. Shniya, the second one, Bemasha Shaira, she takes a tenth of what's left, so she takes nine. Shlisha's the third one, Bemasha Shaira, takes a tenth of what's left, so she takes 8.1, so on and so forth, till all the daughters get. And then they split it equally. So that means the son will be left with some, it's approximately 35%, and he's not going to be left with nothing. Same thing over here. When you visit a sick person, you take away a 60th. Another person visits him, he takes away a 60th of what's left, which means that after 60 people visit him, there's still going to be approximately 35% of the sickness left over. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with some stories about Bikr Chaylim. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.